Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, For Eternity.
Most of us are not called upon to fill places of prominence in the Lord's work, but we can all do the best we can to assist, sometimes in a very small way, those who do have the responsibility of leadership. We can also go ahead on our own to the best of our abilities. A missionary to Rhodesia once told that they were deeply involved in training African Christians in the Word of God in a Bible school. They took a team of students for a week of special meetings in the Zambezia Valley, a primitive area where poverty, illiteracy, and witchcraft abounded. But even in such a setting as this, there were faithful servants of the Lord. When one Christian man warmly greeted them in his village, clapping his hands in the customary way, they saw that leprosy had taken all his fingers except for a few stubs. His feet clad in sandals made from old automobile tires, had several toes missing. Even though he was an arrested case, his deformed face lit up with joy because the team had come to hold a service in his little village. While his wife gave the visitors a simple meal, the husband made his way by bicycle to tell the people in nearby villages that the meeting would soon begin. The missionaries learned that since the villagers lived too far to attend services at the mission station, this Christian leper preached God's word each Sunday to tell all who would listen. What training did he have? Well, years before, when he was still in the leprosium, he studied a few courses from a Bible correspondence school. That plus the fact that he wanted others to be saved was all the leper needed. Before they left the village that night, he showed them his correspondence school certificate, worn with age. He had received it for completing the course. The hearts of all on the team were stirred as they looked at this disfigured man, poverty-stricken, of heathen background, with a minimum of Bible training. He was using all he had to tell others of Christ. Most of us have healthy bodies and many conveniences to use in spreading the gospel. For example, we have cars to use to take others to church. We do not have to pedal through the jungle on a bicycle. We have a telephone to contact our friends to tell them about the Lord. We have money to give and we have time to give. Every believer should constantly be searching his or her soul and asking what their part would be to get the message to those who are lost. Listen now as the Richardson Trio sing for us this beautiful song entitled, I've Got Peace.
listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org or visit our YouTube channel, just search Altuna Bible Church. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Altuna Access channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 814-942-2131. Listen now as Lori Harris and Eric White plays for us on the flute and clarinet this wonderful song, How Long Has It Been? As a result of finding a crippled sparrow, 
Robert F. Stroud became interested in the diseases of birds and learned more about this subject than any other amateur scientist. With only a third grade education, he was able to discover the cause and cure of septic fever and several other bird diseases. Without a microscope, he isolated germs and cultured them on glue and scraps of liver. Any of his discoveries were would have done credit to a trained patho pathologist with the best laboratory equipment. He obtained a battered old microscope and set to work examining the tissues of birds. This was some undertaking for even with the best equipment. It is not easy to cut tissues into exceedingly thin and uniform slices necessary for such research. However, he designed for himself a machine which cuts sections as thin and as a uniform as the best microtome. Some concept of his genius may be gained from the fact that the only materials he had on hand were a few pieces of hardwood, some glass, scraps of sheet copper, a piece of half-inch rod with threads on it, wood screws, some black enamel, a razor blade, and a tin can. You may ask why a man of such genius had so little materials at hand. The answer is that in 1939, when he completed the microtome, he had already been a prisoner in solitary confinement for 22 years. He spent more time alone in a prison cell than any other federal prison in the history of our country. After over 40 years, he was at last allowed to associate with other inmates. His experiments made him famous all over the nation as the Birdman of Alcatraz. In many ways, Stroud reminds us of the rich man who finds himself in torment and called upon Abraham to send Lazarus to cool his tongue with a bit of cold water. His request was denied as was Stroud's when he asked for ice to cool his specimens in order to cut them. Stroud had a sincere desire to help owners of pet birds and keepers of poultry. The rich man also had a desire to help his brothers escape the torment he was in. The case of Robert Stroud came up many times in public appeal for his release, but to no avail. Many have said that the rich man's treatment was too severe also. In fact, many religious leaders have said that there is no such place as hell. Many people accept the, this gladly because that is what they want to believe, but that is not what it says in the scriptures. The gospel is simple. We are sinners, and the Lord Jesus Christ gave himself as a ransom on our behalf. It is for us to acknowledge our need to receive Him as our personal Savior. Listen to the words of this song as John and Penny Harris sing, His Grace is Greater. Yeah. 
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the New Year's Resolution. This New Year's Resolution is found in Romans 12, verse 1 and 2, where he says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. To sum it up, we are to yield our life to God. And that is my resolution for myself. And I'm inviting you and challenging you to make this resolution with me. Yield your life to God. And... Don't conform to this world. Again, we're not to conform, but we are to transform. We are to transform by the renewing of our minds, allowing the Word of God to influence our life. We are to study God's Word. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing from the Word of God. And But as we make this resolution, you and I are not alone. God has a perfect plan for the body of Christ. That we are one body with many members. And the Apostle Paul pens here for you and I, in verse 3 to 5, that we have each other. Let's look at what he says here in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. We have an accountability partner. That as you and I making this resolution together, yielding our life to God, is not just me and me alone, that you and I can do it together. Verse 4 says that we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. That you and I can work together. That we can count on each other. That we can look to each other for encouragement. And we can encourage each other. That you and I are to be growing in God's word. As 2 Timothy 3.16 and 17 tells us. That all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. And is profitable for doctrine. For reproof. For correction. For instruction in righteousness. That the man of God may be perfect. Thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That we can encourage 
each other to study God's word, to always be growing in God's word, and, and to have that transformed mind that we can encourage each other to stay on the right path and to allow God's word to move us and not to be conformed to this world. And again, I want to stress that you and I are in this together if you're a member of the body of Christ, if you trusted in the finished work of the cross, what Christ did for you on that cross, that he, through his death, his burial, and resurrection, you can forgiveness of sins and eternal life. And when you believed that message, the gospel, the good news, look what it says in 1 Corinthians 12, what happened to you. He says, For as the body is one, hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. For the body is not one member, but many." When you accepted Christ as your personal Savior, the Holy Spirit identified you with the body of Christ. And it was a spiritual baptism. And that spiritual baptism identified you in the body, which is made up of all members of the body of Christ. And all members of the body of Christ are to is support and encourage each other. You're, we are accountability partners to each other in this evil world that we live in. We are to be ambassadors for Christ, that we can go to anybody, anywhere, and share the message of reconciliation, that Jesus Christ loves them, that he died on the cross for their sins, and that through simple faith alone, they can have forgiveness of sins and eternal Life, We have that privilege and awesome responsibility to share the gospel of the grace of God. And I want you to make this resolution with me, yield your life to God, and be that ambassador for Christ. It's all hands in, folks. Look what 1 Corinthians 12, as we continue to read, for the body is not one member, in verse 14, but many. And Paul gives the illustration of the body. He says, If the foot shall say, Because I am not the hand, I am not of the body, is it therefore not of the body? And if the ear shall say, Because I am not the eye, I am not the body, is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it hath pleased him. We are all in one body in Christ, and every one members one of another. We are to be working together, building each other up, edifying each other, cheering for each other, and crying with each other. Our gifts are to share. We are to exercise thyself unto godliness. We are partners. We are here to keep each other focused. Not the way we would do it, but the way God would do it. Let's live that transformed life. Let's live a life dedicated to God. So with this new year already on its way, will you make this resolution with me? Will you yield your life as a living sacrifice? Will you be holy and acceptable unto God? Will you do it God's way? My answer is yes. Will you come alongside me and make this your resolution?
You have been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.